Lady Ballers? Welcome back. We're Soccer Props. And it's game time. Spring season is here, which means even more time on the field doing what we love. But that also means more hashtag soccer props because most soccer boots are made with plastic and have a very hard flat midsole, which can cause sore feet, sore arches, and a ton of other aches and pains. That's why we've teamed up with Curex Insoles to help our lady baller community keep your feet feeling fresh so you can always give your best on the field. Curex Cleepro insoles are designed to improve how feet move in cleats. Check them out for yourself at curex.us. That's C-U-R-R-E-X dot U-S. Or look in the description of this episode and make sure to use our code SOCCERGIRL15 at checkout for 15% off of your own custom insoles. We promise your feet will thank you. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Sorry, running slightly behind. Had some fitness, so. <laughs> no worries. Do you want? Do you want to get home first, or are you good? No, I'm good. If you guys are good, we have like lift and all sorts of crap. So. I love the dedication. Yeah. Right, right from training <laughs> to a podcast. Yeah, always. You know, priorities. And you still look more put together than us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's it going? How's the season so far? Oh, good. Frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Challenge Cup was good, so that was encouraging, but season has not started great, so. Yeah. What? How do, you, how do you compare, like, this team and this season to previous years? Oh, my God. Well, when I came into this team last year, it was a shit show. Excuse yeah. my language. <laughs> but, like, it was a, it was a mess, so it's night and day compared to last year so that's good it's good we have like a great staff good team it's just like putting results together so yeah what, what are you guys working on as a whole for the rest of the season like what, what's going on that you guys need to fix oh my god well it's just hard like we're such a new group like we have a new head coach he has a new assistant coach that he's working with like we have a whole new staff we have a new pretty much new team new pieces new players so like it's just finding like the cohesion. It's like sucks that like you're playing together and like certain things work really well together, but then like certain things aren't and like figuring out how, like what our style of play is, how we're going to like implement that into games and like put results together with being like so new against a lot of teams that are obviously have like a lot of the same pieces and stuff. So yeah, just trying to be more cohesive, I guess, as a whole defending, <laughs> not letting goals in. Yeah. But the rest have screwed us in some PK calls, so mm. that's been a little frustrating. That is frustrating because you just never know what's going to happen with that. Never know. Yeah. yeah. It's so true. What do it you sucks. Do? Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it sucks because, like, you just, like, can't leave it up to the refs, but sometimes it's, like, a close game. It's 2-1, and you're like, we got to put away our chances, but, like, in reality, you're not going to score 100% of your shots, so, like, Sometimes it does come down to bad ref decisions and you're like, this sucks. I know. I know. It's true. I feel like yeah. I feel bad for them, but it's also like in those moments, they really got to come, come up and, and do the job. <laughs> I know it is. I feel bad too. Cause I'm like, you hear all the articles of like, they don't have support. They're not paid well. They don't have good situations. And I'm like, well, that sucks. But this is our freaking jobs. Our bonuses are freaking relying on this. Yeah. Like no. we don't get paid well too. I'm like, Wait, this sucks. So so what type of player are you if, like, a referee is just pissing you off? Are you a one to go up to them and, and say something, or do you kind of just, like, shake it off? I always say, like, one-off comments. I'm like, you're, yes. like, I'm like, you, you, 
but you will watch this back and know how wrong it is. <laughs> I'm like, trust me, that was a red card. She's like, okay. <laughs> like, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed in you. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, I'm it's like, so just so you know, <laughs> you're wrong. That was really bad. Oh, like when you watch this back, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> I wonder if they do watch it back, though. They I know. Don't they always say, remember. Yeah, they always don't, we're going to go watch this again. We'll we'll watch it when we get, we'll review it. I'm like, well, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> review it now. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't care if you review it and figure it out that now it's a bad call. Like that doesn't change the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I feel like I, there's every player, you know, t mouths off to a ref but you really don't put yourself in their shoes. Like at I the end of the day, they're like, why the hell am I even doing this? Like sometimes they're so like, so aggressive towards certain players. And then like, I'm not going to name drop, but there are certain <laughs> players who will be like, you effing C word, like mm -hmm. to the refs and don't get anything. That's and I'm like, that, or like, and then you'll be like, that's an effing stupid call. And like, you'll get a yellow for that. And I'm like, that girl just called you the C word to your face. That's and that's okay. <laughs> there are double standards with that. I really think yes. so. Really I'm like, that's such. Like, that's, yeah. Yes, Did you yeah. see there was a video like a few weeks ago of a ref giving a yellow card? It was in a men's, I think it was a premiere game. And then she like asked for his autograph after. Shut up. <laughs> she literally asked for really yes. a picture. Something like really hilarious. It went viral. I got to find it. But it was that is funny. funny. <laughs> I like, like, loved him and, I, and everything, but still gave him the card at least. <laughs> But, anyway. uh, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> um, I want to know, like, what do you, you've been talking about the team and everything, how it's been, you do have to work on cohesiveness and like night and day from last year. How do you compare yourself as a player? You've been on a few different teams. Like, what have you learned about yourself through that playing with, do you learn something new on each team? Have you learned like you're growing as you go? Like, what's that like? Yeah, I think it, my role has like completely changed from when I was with North Carolina specifically. Like, I didn't get a ton of start. Like, honestly, no matter how well I played, it was kind of like our coach had his players that he was going to play, and like that was kind of that. So, like, I had to embrace kind of a totally different role of like I'm going to come off the bench and how do I make an impact in that role? How do I keep the positivity and like quality high at like the trainings day after game when like it's not, the starters aren't playing? Like. So I had to kind of embrace that. Like I, like the trainings were very good. So like, I feel like I got better in that sense, but then I went to Australia and like, that was a whole different sense of like, I guess, responsibility for me to be like, all right, now I'm like this valued, like really valued piece to this puzzle of like how this team's going to go out and play and like forming set pieces around me for like whatever. And I was like, Oh, like this is new. Um, but that was a really cool opportunity for me to kind of step into more of like a leadership role in like a young group and like I don't know kind of rally people around and I had a unique perspective like I've been on a team where I'm not traveling I've been on a team where I've like been on the cusp of being waived and like just sticking around <laughs> probably just because I had a good attitude like I was specifically told that and they're like well you bring a lot to the team off the field so we're going to keep you and I'm like well I'm glad you're keeping me <laughs> that kind of sucks <laughs> like, um so I've I don't know I feel like I've had a unique journey where I've gotten to kind of experience each individual role. So coming to here to Kansas city now too, I'm kind of find myself in that I'm a veteran player. Now I've played a lot of years, a lot of minutes now, and I'm like a valued piece to this team and puzzle now too. So it's kind of like, how can I help all the young players? How can I help the rookies? How can I help players that might not be getting as many minutes as I can? And like, 
embrace that. So myself, like leadership wise, I've like kind of grown in that sense. And then just like confidence wise, I feel like being that like a valued piece to this team is like that boosts my confidence automatically to be like, okay, I'm not gonna, if I have a bad 30 minutes of a game, I'm not going to be subbed off Mm -hmm. and it's not going to be my last chance to ever step on the field. And like, that can be a really big stressor. So knowing that like, I can go out there, I can play and like, I can impact and I've shown that I can score goals in this league. So like just having confidence in that and like, I'm going to be on for a while. So like, just take my time, take a deep breath and like, just do what I know how to do. So I feel like confidence wise as a player, I've just kind of been able to, I don't know, I guess relax and just embrace that and like be more free. It's nice to hear that you've gone through the journey of being multiple roles Mm -hmm. of that though, like from feeling like, all right, this team could, could do without me. How am I going to make an impact? Or I'm a pivotal part of this team. And I, I think that is awesome. And, uh, you know, speaks a lot more because if you didn't stick it out in the times when you felt like you, you know, weren't valued or the biggest asset to a team. And if you didn't make the difference that you could make when off the field, you wouldn't be in the position you are now where you're now a valued asset to a team. So I, I just love that. And uh, do you have any advice for girls who, I, not that, of course, you, we're not just uh, enduring when we play, but to stick it out during those times when it's not the most immediately rewarding, uh, you know, feeling to be on a team? Yeah, I think that like my biggest lesson was I keep saying like the phrase, like embracing your role. And like, I don't mean that in like a be complacent and like just, okay, well, this is it. And I'm never going to get out of this type thing. It's like, I always was fighting to be better. I was doing extra things. I was on the side, like pushing to be the best I could be, but I had to embrace like, and accept that this coach, like, this is what my role is going to be for with this coach. And like, I have to be able to get out of, out of it, like a lot more than, just playing time and minutes on the field. Like I'm going to have to get better at training. And like, that takes a lot of discipline and mental, I guess, strength to be like, you're just going to have to push through today. Like sometimes it sucks. Like you just know you're going to get the training, but like, I don't know, I guess just, yeah, I guess just embracing that role and being like, this is my role right now, but like, this isn't going to be my role forever. And like that can change on any coach that can change on injuries that can change with different players being gone on international duty. That was when I kind of got my first like big moments to start in the end of a cell. And so I just feel like being ready for that opportunity when it does come is huge. And that starts at like training every single day and just trying to have a good attitude at training because coaches notice everything. So like I said, I almost got waved if I didn't have a good attitude, like I was straight up told that. So I think just having a good attitude at training, whether you're really happy with not getting minutes or not, you don't have to fake being happy, but being supportive of your teammates and being supportive of kind of the overall cause, it goes a long way and coaches notice that. So um, I think just making yourself indispensable on a team. I, I like that. How you said you don't have to like fake being happy. It's not about like putting on it like a, a fake ass yeah. and be like, this is awesome. I love yeah. the bench, but in, like being supportive to your teammate, mm-hmm. still being coachable and doing all that. Like right. there's a difference. It's not having like that bad attitude towards everyone else. So that's a really good point. If you had to give advice to your younger self, what would it be now looking back? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think maybe if you asked me a few years ago and I probably talk about my journey being maybe a little bit different because I didn't do like ODP and stuff growing up. Like I didn't take the traditional kind of route and probably back a few years ago, I probably would have said, 
like go and do that stuff because it is sometimes political. And like, if you've been in the system, if you've been around, like your name's there and people just kind of tend to gravitate towards that. So um, part of me wishes that I would have gone a more traditional route, like through ODP and stuff like that, just to kind of be around that the US system more. Um, but now, I mean, I, I probably just would have told myself to be patient because there were moments that I definitely could have been more patient in in those moments of like, do I really want to keep playing? Do I really want to do this for this money? Do I want to do this for, you know, all these different reasons? But at the end of the day, I'm like, I have my rest of my life to do a desk job <laughs> and embrace it now. And like people would like die for the opportunity to be playing right now. So it's kind of, I don't know, I guess just be patient and know that your time will come. I love that you, um, you stuck with it and you continue to play because look at you now, like you're playing professionally. You didn't have to be on all those ODP select, you know, ECNL, all those high level leagues to be, or teams to be like a professional where you are now. So I think that's amazing. And it's a nice reminder to the players listening, because I feel like sometimes like parents or coaches will be like, you have to do this, this, and that, and get onto this team to be seen. And it's just not that it's just not not true. Like you can take your own unique path and you're like such an amazing example of that. Um, so I'm just curious, do you have any advice to any like uh, offensive players right now or attacking players who are struggling in their position? Like, is there any advice that you, you would give a player who feels like they're just not succeeding at the role that, that they're playing right now? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess just to speak to like, a forward maybe or like more attacking players like I understand the frustration of not one not starting and stuff and getting the minute you want but then like one not scoring and like not Mm -hmm. assisting is like it is a pretty heavy like burden and I actually struggled with it like kind of last season when I got traded to Kansas City here like I scored one goal and I started like my last like 16 games or something with them and like I was getting so many chances and so many chances and just like couldn't finish. And I just remember feeling so like, like, Oh, I remember reading like Twitter and being like, somebody's like, Oh, not in her prime, like not converting like her chances, but like, is she past her prime? And I'm like, I one don't read Twitter (laughs) or social media, (laughs) but two, like, like be confident in who you are as a player, but just like go out. I, I just would like go out and like this off season, just like get in front of goal and like, hit reps just rep after rep after rep and get so comfortable on the ball that you're like in those moments you will feel comfortable and like I don't know I was it was a hard time for me kind of that adjustment but like this year I feel so much more comfortable and confident like in front of goal and it's just it'll come and like you're gonna have ebbs and flows of being like scoring a lot and not scoring at all or assisting a lot and not assisting at all like whatever it is you're trying to do like it's not always going to be perfect and it's just like grinding it out and like my motto is always like if I'm not scoring goals, at least like I'll sprint around and I'll freaking win the ball back. And like, I'll exactly. Else. Like I might not be scoring right now, but like, at least I can work my ass off for my team. So like at the very least for you guys, I know I'm not scoring right now and I know I'm not doing the best I can be doing, but like I'll put in a hundred percent effort, like every single time I step on the field and like, maybe I'll win a tackle that'll like create a chance for somebody else. And like that will spark something. And it just takes like one of those, like one moment to kind of spark that like chain reaction to then you start scoring, then you start assisting, then you start whatever. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like you got to kind of like get stuck in, grind it out and just like, it will fall into place. Just like 
work hard. I know it sounds cliche, but yeah, no, but it's just such a good point. And also you can be a game changer without being the top mm-hmm. goal scorer or giving assists. Like you can still make such a huge difference on the field. And like, you're another great example of that. You're just like, put your head down, grind and work yeah. your ass off with the minutes that you get. And you can, that's all you can really ask for. Just yeah. do your best when you, when you have that time and you can get down on yourself, but just, you got to shake it off sooner because it's not going to help you move forward, you know? (laughs) Yeah, hundred percent. So do you have any off the field interests or passions that don't involve soccer? Um, yeah, I do. I think that my biggest thing right now is like real estate and like renovating stuff. stuff. Um, yeah, I actually, it's like last off season, I bought a house in Denver. Um, and I like renovated the whole thing. You can check it out on my Instagram. I actually was just talking like with some of my teammates and like, you should start a full Instagram, like just dedicated to like your home renovation stuff. So that could possibly be coming up soon. Um, That's awesome. Like so fun. So I'm like really into that stuff. And I just bought a house here in Kansas city. Um, so it doesn't need as much work as my Denver house. Um, but I, there's like going to be like projects i want to do like kind of throughout the season and like summer and stuff. So yeah, that's like kind of my big thing that I like to get my mind off whatever. I'll be on Pinterest. I'll be looking at Home Depot. I'll go walk around. <laughs> I'll go walk around like, like it's, such like. <laughs> it's so funny, like priorities. When your priorities change, when you buy a piece of property or a house, you're yeah. just like, I don't want to spend money on clothes. Like I need like a really nice paper towel roll. Like yeah. that's important to me. <laughs> Like my vacuum needs to be the best. I need a Dyson. Yeah. Like, Dude, um, the Dyson, the Dyson, the incredible. It's true. Do you do the home rental yourself? Like, do you, like, um, do you, like, yeah. Like, so me and my dad did our the house in Denver. Like, we had to hire some people. Like, we did like a concrete patio, but like we prepped it all. Um, but like they would just like come and pour it, and like we had somebody um like come and do the uh, electric. Like we did small electric jobs, but like the bigger, like overall electric. Um, but like we demoed like everything. My dad does drywall for trade. So he's like really good at that stuff and like a handyman kind of in other regards. Um, so we kind of just learned as we went and like did some plumbing, but like, yeah, we gutted the kitchen, redid the kitchen, hung the cabinets and stuff ourselves. Um, redid the floors, had carpet installed. Like, Amazing. yeah, yeah, it was a full job, but it was fun. Um, so yeah, we do most of it ourselves, but Sounds like you two are a great team. Yeah. <laughs> is this yeah. something that you want to do after like years, years, years down the line when you retire? Um, I, I think so. Yeah. Like part of me was like that. It was during the off season that I did the house and like, I was exhausted. <laughs> I was like, I came to preseason, like not as fit as I could have been or probably should have been because like, I was just at the house all day, every day, like renovating it. Um, but like, afterward like managing the the whole like rental process was kind of like my favorite part like calling I was like scheduling all these things I had like electrician and then the plumbers were in then like all this stuff was going and it just like worked out so smoothly that I was like this is it was kind of fun like organizing that I'm like pretty type a so like (laughs) getting all of that scheduled and stuff so I think afterwards like there are probably odd jobs like I'll, I'll do and like to do myself but I do think it'd be fun to like buy and flip properties like eventually like long-term, but I'd probably more so manage those instead of be so hands-on. Yeah. That's awesome. It's so cool to hear like how passionate you are about that. I think you're the first one that we've spoken to out of professional soccer players who is interested in like home renovation and all that. 
Very, very cool. Thank you. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But I'll uh, let you guys know once my Instagram or TikTok's up and going with my with my projects. Yes. You should do it for professional athletes or NOSL players. Like that would be cool to have like your own show or something. Yeah. yeah like cool. Um, guys, anything else before we do would you rathers? Nope. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm just switching seats in my car. Don't mind me. Okay, let's do it. All right. Would you rather sports drinks or water? Ooh, water. Okay. Would you rather be really good at cooking or really good at an instrument? Oh, um, probably an instrument. You can kind of do that anywhere. I feel like cooking, you need your own stuff, your own equipment. I'm like, I can bring a guitar anywhere. True. That's true. Uh, would you rather have unlimited pairs of sneakers or hoodies? Oh, sorry, cut out. What did you say? Would you rather have unlimited pairs of sneakers or hoodies? Um, probably sneakers. I wear the same sweatsuit every single day, so <laughs> I don't think I need. I don't think I need more than like two. <laughs> is, it a, is it a team one or a favorite? It's a favorite. It's yeah. I can yeah. wear the same the same yeah. sweats as long as I kept them clean. I could live in those. Bury me alive in those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you rather spend the day at like an off day at the gym or on the field? Um, probably gym. Yeah, I like <laughs> lifting. Would you rather sweet or salty? Oh. Both? <laughs> Can I pick both? <laughs> um, probably salty. Like, you can't go wrong with a good chip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I could have that every day. Favorite. Yeah. Best. Um, would you rather, or would you not, I guess, this is a tough one, fold laundry or mow the lawn? Both are not that fun. Oh, I think I'd rather fold laundry. Yeah. Yeah, lawn, like, especially in the middle of summer in Kansas City, like, that's uh, gonna be brutal. <laughs> well, I know how that goes with the house too. So. <laughs> Can you come and fold my laundry? I just took my laundry bin and I threw it on the bed, and then I had to go to bed. I didn't clean it, so then I just threw it all threw back and put it in. I literally yeah, am the worst. Uh, like I'm like as soon as it comes out of the dryer, like I've actually gotten a little bit worse at it, but like. I'm typically like, as soon as it's out of the dryer, I need to fold it immediately. Or like when I'm home from a trip, I wash it, fold it. Like that's I unpack the second I get home. Yeah, otherwise, like, I can't, otherwise it'll sit there. I'm taking notes. <laughs> I should do <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Would you rather binge a good book or binge a good TV show? Um, TV show, probably. I like reading, but it's a lot of work sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in the middle of a good TV show right now? I'm actually not. Uh, I've been watching F1, like on Netflix, okay. the Formula One show, which I like. Yeah, that's probably what I've, the only thing I've really been watching. Cool. Okay, would you rather go to space or go in a submarine? Oh my God. Probably space, but both terrify me. Like okay. the thought of leaving this world is like <laughs> horrifying, but yep. maybe really cool. I don't know. Would you rather yeah. go out for dinner or stay in and get takeout? Um, oh, go out for dinner rather than takeout. Cool. 
for sure. It's never as good once you bring it home. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, on the plane, are you an aisle, middle, or window seat person? I, I have to be a window seat. Like, if I have, I have to be able to see out the window. Like, if somebody shuts the blinds, I'm like, where are we? <laughs> I don't know what's, what's going on. What was that bump? Again, you're afraid of leaving this earth. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I think I know what you're going to say for this next one. But would you rather salsa, queso, or guac? Oh, salsa. All day. So That's another guac. hobby. I'm big into making my own salsas. So. Cool. Well, that's a good yeah. hobby. Yeah. Uh, would you rather the beep test or a timed mile? Oh, my God. Oh, that's like, that gives me anxiety thinking about that question. Um, <laughs> I would say uh, probably beep test. Like I'm not a distance runner at all. So like a mile, like that sounds terrible. Both equally traumatizing for sure. <laughs> um, really and, we have yeah. trauma. <laughs> um, and the last question, what is your biggest soccer girl problem? Oh, biggest soccer girl problem. Um, <laughs> I honestly, my shin guards falling down all the time. Really? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why I can't solve it. Do you have the like ones I, that are red running? They slip down. I put, I, I don't even know. I just put, I put pre-up around them. Then my calves cramp. So I'm like, I don't, yeah. I can't solve it. Do you have the I ones that need to walk? I've played for far too long to be having a problem, but. Do you have the waffle imprint ones what the what? that leave the waffle imprints on your shins? Oh, yeah. they, will never they have like little marks, but not like that. Oh, they like suction cup to your shin. <laughs> See, maybe I need that because mine just fall down. And like in games, I'm constantly pulling them up. And I'm like, I look, I'm watching the games back. And I'm like, I look exhausted. Like, am I just like, is it like a tired habit now? I don't know. But like, <laughs> All right, and real the last question, who's driving you home right now? Who's driving me home? Elizabeth Ball. Hey. Hi. Hello. We got to get her on the podcast, too. What'd you say? What'd you say? We got to get you on the podcast, too. Let's freaking go. <laughs> I don't think we should have a podcast here we're just driving. That would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> we're, 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 yeah, seriously, driving with some players, like what, what, what goes down in the car? <laughs> I, I had some good answers for Kristen that she wasn't doing, but, you know, <laughs> she's keeping it cool. <laughs> well, thank you for driving while we talk. <laughs> yeah, safety first. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, we're literally driving to Lyft right now, too. So oh. we're like, I was like, I'll get this in now. I love it. I, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much sure, for coming on. This is so much fun. No problem. Thank you guys. And we're excited to continue to watch all your success and hopefully we get to see you play in person soon. Yeah. Thank you. Hopefully. Awesome. Well, good luck at your list. Have fun. Thank <laughs> you. Fun. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.